This call is now being recorded. All right. You are now on the line with Jiggy. Kristen, how Morning. are you, sir? Good. How are you? Nice to talk to you pretty again. Pretty good, actually. Pretty good, actually. You have got quite the book here, my friend. You just continue to put out amazing, amazing <laughs> books. We have got Crispin Boyer with us today. Zeus the Mighty, the Voyage, the Odyssey. And he joins us today here on our big, big broadcast, National Geographic Kids. Newest title in this very popular fiction series. And, uh, Crispin, talk to us a little bit about this latest title, my friend. Well, as you can tell, the title is a bit of a tongue twister. I, I'm really realizing it's easier to write than to say. But So The Voyage on the Odyssey is a play on Homer's Odyssey, and that every installment in this series covers a different Greek myth, and the Odyssey is the basis for this book, book five. Uh, so that's, uh, the original Odyssey for mythology spanned about a decade. This book doesn't. <laughs> Zeus and, and his, the hamster and his fellow Olympian animals are not spending 10 years, uh, traveling the world. They are spending the night traveling the oceans of the Mount Olympus Pet Center, uh, aquariums and they encounter all the same hazards, sea monsters, shipwrecking storms, uh, sirens, and, uh, a, a new foe that's, uh, new for this series, a shape changer. Uh, called Proteus that's actually based from mythology, too. That's what I love about Greek mythology. There's so much to mine to, for kids' fiction. It's got everything. It's got monsters, magic. It's got artifacts. I mean, give me all the ingredients right there. Well, it is an amazing, amazing read. We have got the fantastic Crispin Boyer with us today. He joins Slides. Zeus the Mighty, the Voyage of the Odyssey. And, of course, National Geographic Kids' brand-new title in this very popular series. So why did you turn to Greek mythology for this fiction series? Uh, this, well, that, it's, that's kind so of it's the natural, Yeah, for National Geographic especially, because my previous books were all nonfiction, and they wanted to get more into fiction, but fiction that kind of sneakily teaches kids as they read, uh, you know, about fun adventures. And... This series really started, it's an idea that my editor had, almost like a back-of-the-napkin movie pitch. Zeus uh, goes on adventures, but Zeus is a hamster. So we have this little animal that thinks it's got a, it literally has a Greek god complex, thinks he's king of all the gods, and he's confident, but not necessarily competent. So he has all these ideas that he thinks are great, and then he goes out and gets into trouble, but fortunately he's got a, an ensemble of fellow Olympians typically get him out of scrapes. And in this particular installment, he has to team up with his rival, Poseidon, who is a puffer fish that lives in the aquariums. And, and together they have to work together to, to battle this new enemy. So it just started as a simple idea. Uh, it has a few basic concepts where we need to teach readers about mythology. But other than that, they kind of let me do what I want. That's awesome. That is that is fantastic. So, Kristen, when we got our review copy of this book, I have been reading this book, and this is things from it too. Talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, talk about which part? I'm sorry, I missed. I missed that. Not, 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 not a problem. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the phone hiccup. We'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll try it from the top here. We have got Kristen Boyd okay. with us today. He joins live. 
National Geographic Kids' newest title in its very popular fiction series, Zeus the Mighty, the Voyage of the Odyssey. <laughs> and, of course, Crispin Boyer joins us. Alive as live can get. He is shot out of a cannon today on this incredible Friday. <laughs> so, Chris, this book, incredibly well written for children. I got a review copy. I've been reading this copy. It is great for adults as well. Talk to, about, talk to us about that piece, writing the book for children, but also writing the book for adults. <laughs> well, yes, I, I, that's probably the nicest thing you could say to me and top of the morning to you. And I guess as, as a kid at heart myself, I kind of like to write. As, I've been a reader since I was a little kid, reading, you know, even like National Geographic magazines and, and everything when I was a kid and Stephen King and all and, and Arthur C. Clarke's science fiction, all kinds of books that really maybe kids shouldn't read. But uh, I, I kept the this, this sensibilities of like, I, I love a good story. I love a good adventure. But I also know that for kids, you don't necessarily have to write down to them. It, you don't have to change your language. You just have to have some colorful characters and some adventures that feel that have some heart to it. And I guess that's just my niche, my, my wheelhouse is writing for kids because I've been doing it for a long time. Now, this is my first fiction series, which is a, a departure for me, but, uh, I have, it, it's, they, you know, it's National Geographic. So they want me to stick true to the mythology too, so that kids might learn a thing or two as they're going along in these adventures with these wacky animals that think they're Greek gods. That's awesome. That's awesome. So one of the things that I noticed in the book is, You've got all these characters at the very beginning of the book, and you've got all mm-hmm. the details. But then when you start the book out, they have a cat who is playing with a ball of string, but <laughs> there's no name. It's just, ah, the cat's playing with a ball of string. <laughs> That's Athena. That's, she's the goddess of wisdom. So, oh, uh, okay. she. I'm glad we got you on to clear that up. <laughs> well, the thing is, so they are, they are, one of the rules is, although they are animals that think they're gods, they're still animals, so they'll still do things that animals do, like Zeus, the hamster, still likes to drink water out of his water bottle and eat, uh, yeah. he calls it fuzzy feasts, his little, his little treats that he eats, and Ares, the pug, the dog, who's the god of war, is still obsessed with mutt nuggets, which are his favorite treats. Uh, these are all products created for the series. If they ever turn into real products, maybe I'll get a little piece of that. But uh, uh, they still do the same things that animals do. Just they also have, just happen to believe that they're Greek gods, so they also think they have amazing powers and gigantic egos. That's awesome. That's awesome. Crispin Boyer with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Zeus the Mighty, the Voyage of the Odyssey. And, of course, National Geographic Kids, brand-new title in this very popular fiction series. And the author joins us today here on the telephone talking a little bit about this incredible, incredible book. So you have got a lot of facts in this book. You've also got a lot of information. Uh, talk to us about how you incorporated all these facts, all this information that was vetted by Greek historians into this incredible fiction series. Well, yeah, in some ways, writing this series is easier than writing nonfiction because I don't. Ha- I can just kind of, you know, I can make up the story. I don't have to. Every little thing doesn't have to be researched. But at the same time, it is National Geographic, so they they team me up with a professor of Greek history, and she goes through and she checks and makes sure that I'm at least staying kind of within the the bumpers 
of the actual myth. So all the places, all the gods and goddesses, all the artifacts and the magic and the monsters are all from Greek mythology. Uh, maybe, you know, a few little details are changed. And also, these are objects that exist in the real world that the animals see as monsters or, or, or artifacts. So, for instance, when they fight, say, the, uh, the Hydra monster, it's actually just a ceiling fan, and they see each blade of the fan as a different head. And, you know, they, they wield, Zeus wields this magic shield that has the, kind of this grappling hook feature, and in real life it's just a tape measure that he straps to his arm and uses the, the tape to, to zip around the environment. So there's like a real world set over top of this fake world that the animals see as ancient Greece. Uh, and it, and it kind of, that's part of the fun as you read it, is to figure out, well, what are they, where are they at now? What are they doing? And whenever they fight the Minotaur and they go into this maze, it's actually the, the heating ducts underneath the pet center. When they go to Hades, the underworld, it's the crawl space beneath that. So I've really uh, explored this very uh, small, probably, you know, 2,000 square foot pet center in Athens, Georgia <laughs> with this adventure series. That is awesome. That is awesome. Now, what is next for you as an author? Well, uh, right now, this series is, is, is book five, and each installment covers a different myth, and I've covered uh, you know, this one covers the, the Odyssey, and I've covered the Minotaur and Hercules. So the myths that I haven't covered are Medusa and the Trojan Horse. So those are the, the types of myths that I, I hope to cover with the future installments. And beyond that, I'm still writing, you know, other projects for National Geographic. Some, I'm writing, I wrote a book about pirates that's coming out. Uh, you know, that's the nice thing about being a writer is you write about the hamsters, that, the hamster that thinks he's king of the gods one week, and then write about pirates the next week. It's, <laughs> it never really gets boring. Well, I'll tell you, this, this book is amazing. Um, I know that children are enjoying it. I am enjoying it, which uh, I, I guess when you compare me to children, it's, it's kind of the same thing. But uh, <laughs> you have written an incredible book here, my friend, and uh, I look forward to uh, talking to you about the next one. Before we let you go, how do people get the book and get in touch with you online or social media? Well, the easiest way to get the book is just to go to Amazon, um, or you can go to ZeusTheMighty.com, which is kind of your one-stop spot for to find the book. You can play some online games. You can there's a podcast inspired by the the book series called Geeking Out, and that's the nice thing. Like you know, readers, young readers have so much competing for their attention, so there's all these different threads they can pick up. Like if they say they listen to the podcast, and then they want to learn more, so they can read the books, or they go online and play the games, and they can say, "Oh, I like these characters. I want to I want to try the books." and you know, you, you can't you can't fight their attention span, so you might as well try and use it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Chris, ben, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for making some time for us today. Oh, thank you. This is a lot of fun. Looking uh, as always, a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful day.